Welcome back. It is season two of Bet MLS. We are back for another year. MLS is back for another year. Ben, we made it. We made it through a three-month offseason. How are you feeling? Well, is this got to be like the shortest, shortest offseason like an MLS history, I think? Two, two months if you're counting MLS Cup. Some teams, like, so even the teams who didn't make the playoffs, they only had about three months off. This is, this is the quickest turnaround I think that we've ever had. Pretty, uh, I think it's good. Yeah, I think it's well, also we'll, we'll see in the future, but, it, you know, helps us make more content over the course of 12 months, obviously. Well, wasn't it Neymar saying he wants to come to MLS because <laughs> they only have a six-month season or something like that? Yeah, I forgot how many months he said, but whatever it was, it was not right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it, it was a fun year in year one. Um, I'm excited for year two, new team in, in Charlotte, a uh, lot of new players, new coaches, um, a lot of new stuff. So it's going to be a great year. Um, we want to get it started first off talking just real quickly about MLS Cup futures. So, you know, and with all these lines, we always say shop around because they can be very different from book to book for what you like. Um, but looking at them, there's some really interesting numbers on the one I'm looking at. New England, big favorite right now. New England and Seattle, pretty much across the border, the favorites. Um, how do you feel about that? I'm not sure that New England, I'm not sure I'd want to bet them as a favorite. I, I, I think, look, I think they're not going to win the Shield this year, which is, doesn't matter for this bet. <laughs> so true. I think they're going to be a little bit more, I don't know how, like they're going to be more focused on MLS stuff. We say that every year, like a team is more focused on MLS stuff versus Shield. Like you can do it, but you're also going to be, you know, the last two months of the season, no matter what, you're going to be pushing it unless you're like the revs and you took like the last weekend. Off. I think the buy hurt them a lot last yeah. year is what I'll say. So look, and I will see what I, I have. They announced the playoff structure this year. Is this no. the same? <laughs> no, it could be different. So. <laughs> Let's say it could be different. Maybe it's one through eight this year. Who knows? And then betting on no a playoff buys. structure, you don't even know what it is. Yeah, yet. we exactly. We don't even know the playoff structure. We're betting on MLS Cup right now. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, the, the problem is you just don't know what, like, you know, there's going to be no Matt Turner. Uh, Adam Buxa, is he going to be around through the he's summer? He's going to be around. Is but he, look, they're going to – I think know? they'll find – they're not going to – you know, they're not going to find a goalie as good as Matt Turner. Right. But I think they're – as long – Bruce is smart enough that he'll stay within the league. He'll grab some backup that can be, you know, uh, the 10th best goalie in the league. Right. We'll figure that one out. Josie, who knows what the hell is going to happen with that. Yeah. Uh, but he could be good. I don't know. <laughs> who knows? Uh, but we'll see. I mean, look, Seattle, I think Seattle is, could be a wagon this year. Yeah. But that could be, you know, they haven't won a shield since 2014. So I think Christian Rodan was talking about that probably, they're probably going about like two years at this point. He's been talking about it. Yeah, they, how this, like, this group has never won a shield. Yad Rushnak, Ladero, I think he's healthy. Morris is back, obviously. And Rui Diaz, there's like, there's only going to be one window of World Cup qualifiers. We're going to have to deal with that this year. It's going to be a lot easier for us to go yep. through games this year, by the way, yep. with very little midweek games. Thank God. Uh, that's going to be a lot better than what we had to deal with last year on this podcast when we'd, you know, come in on Thursday yeah. and there were just a full 13 games playing. played on Wednesday night. <laughs> we don't know what the what is it, what happened with injuries. It's going to be a lot easier this year yep. to have a little bit more fun with this and have an idea of what we're going to be going at, uh, what we'll be looking at going into each weekend. But I think Seattle, yeah, Seattle is going to be really good. I mean, yeah, they, I think they are the favorite. They have to be the favorite. So it makes sense to me. I mean, besides New York City FC, but, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with Tati. And if we, they lose Tati, yeah. look, they have a lot of young talent, but it's mostly unproven. And Eber hasn't really played much in a year and a half. Mm -hmm. So we don't really know much about him. The one, the one thing that you see with a lot of these, 
you know, the books that I'm looking at, the couple ones that I'm looking at, is the LAFC is really high, which I don't get that I mean, at all. We don't really yeah. get that at I all. That I at think all. I see he's plus seven. I see eight to one, seven to one. No way. I you're like, like a, I, I gotta like say, a 20 to one team to me. I, I yeah, like I gotta say, the one that's sticking out to me is Atlanta United at 25 to one. I see on one book. Um, I, I'm you, Gonzalo Pineda. Look, they you could see them turning it around last year. Joseph Martinez, he you need a full kind year, of, but you need a full year. If, if you're Joseph, you need a full year to get back to, to full health. I think we're going to see him uh, challenge for the golden boot. They've got this guy coming in from Argentina. Uh, we'll see what he has. But at 25 to 1, I think that there's right now on the one I'm looking at, there's 12 teams ahead of them. There's not 12 teams with a better chance in Atlanta. To win no, Atlanta. they're probably what I would say five or six. I, I haven't gone through it. Like if you're that. looking for value, I think that's where yeah. I'm looking. Where are you looking for value? I, don't, I mean, look, I, if you look at the two ones that I'm looking at, the two books I'm looking at, I have them at six, they have 16 to 1, 18 to 1 for Atlanta. One of the books I'm, I'm looking at is none of the odds are really look good to me. They're all, I think they bunched them too far up. Like, there's only like a couple, there's like, well, they bunched a lot up at 66 to 1 for some reason. <laughs> but like, look, for that one, you can look at it and you can say, look, FD Dallas, maybe they put it together 50 to 1. That could be one. But the one I'm looking at this book and it's, you got Columbus at 29 to one. It's not bad. Yeah. Bounce back. And you got uh, Orlando city at 36 to one. That doesn't, they're going to be in the mix. Yeah. They're going to be in the mix. I don't understand that at all. Look, Columbus, we know they had a terrible season last year, but we, what we, what do we know about Caleb Porter? He's good every other year. Every other year. He's good. So we know that led 20 MLS cup, 21, very bad. Not very bad. 22, he's going to be in the playoffs again, I think. Again, if you're in the playoffs, if you have the first home game, you're a top four seed, which is what I think, you know, we'll be talking about a lot. We talked about it a lot last year. Yep. We'll continue to talk. Being a top four seed is what it's all about because you win that first, you have a very high chance of winning that first game. And then, you know, then it's a crapshoot from there. Look, 29 to 1, this team is going to be okay. really good. They basically have everyone back. They added some key, they added some depth, which is what they were really missing last year when they were starting Marlon Harrison in central midfield. Now Aiden Morris is back. They couple got a couple other homegrown. Like, oh, there's a weak spot with their with their left back, but I think besides that, you know, Zello Ion's got a, is going to be healthy this year. Josh doesn't have to worry about you know national team stuff. This is going to be a good team. Yep. And then the other one I was looking at, yeah, so Orlando, they lose Nani and they lose Daryl DK. Okay, so this book is probably looking at it saying this team might not be that good. They replaced it with Facundo Torres, who's considered one of the best talents in South America, you know, top two, top three. And Erkan Kara, who has a good track record in a league that's, you know, maybe a little bit below the level of MLS, but he's got a great track record. He's in his prime. And he's going to be playing game in, game out. Daryl DK, we look, he's a talent, but he's clearly injury prone. He has to deal with national team stuff last year. He didn't even play that yeah. much last year. Everyone else comes back. Uh, Gaeta doesn't have to worry about, again, doesn't have to worry about international duty. 36 to 1 is crazy to me. They're yeah. at least a 25 to 1 to me. Yeah, you look at, like, let's say, let's say you put a bet on Columbus, uh, Orlando, and Atlanta. One of those teams is probably getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. You're very yeah. unlikely to not have one of those get there. And then you've got a great hedge opportunity. Um, I mean, unless it's, yeah. yeah, yeah MIC yeah. is the favorite in the sure. East. Sure. And, and then in the West, there's nothing stands mm-hmm. out to me because Seattle's so good. I just, I, I don't see a lot of value there and, and I think you're going to be sweating it either way. So yeah, well, cool. Well, let's, uh, let's get into the picks for the week. We're going to follow the same format as last year, pretty much give our favorite match of the week, our favorite well, total. 
uh, our favorite goal scorer and our favorite underdog, but we are going to retire the Chalice. It, it's just too difficult, man. It, it well, last... we did hit it week one last year, <laughs> and then we never hit it again. It's just <laughs> an MLS, man. You, you you can't. You're just throwing darts. If you're trying Prom- to get five in a row, you're throwing darts at a. At Problem a is the three outcomes. Look, you can hit a five win parlay if it was just two outcomes in MLS, but yes. That's not the case. And if we're doing NBA, if we're doing bet NBA, we we would have we would have we would have hit at least two or three. Yeah, yeah, but this but, is not bet NBA. This is bet MLS. So, but to our loyal listeners, we I do want a fifth category here. So, yes, give, yeah, us, give us give us something, man. Give us give us an idea. Uh, we'll we'll yeah tw- tweet it back at us. So let's get into our week one favorite bet of the week, uh, favorite money line pick. Ben, why don't you start us off? Well, I'm going to you know just. You know the best team in the world. We all know that the best obviously. team in the world. They beat four. They won four. Games, the best city in the against, world. They won four games, not against <laughs> Austin last year. Uh, and yeah, let's hit it. Uh, so we're going with FC Dallas. I got uh, I got them at uh, minus one fifteen. Yep. Uh, they're at home against Toronto FC. Toronto FC. I'll go look at their depth chart. It's a little <laughs> bit interesting right now. We're looking at uh, Jacob Schaffelberg, a left back. Akil <laughs> Marshall already at right back. Look, very high talent, but never played right also, back in a special like, game ever. Child. <laughs> uh, I think Achara is going to play right right wing, and Jaden Nelson is going to play left wing. Jeez. And I'm pretty sure Ayala Canola is not playing in this game. Toronto FC. So they're starting. So they're starting. He just him and as I guess, or I don't know, Caruza up top. Like, what is this team? Michael Bradley is going to be playing the six by you know in front behind Pozuelo and Osorio. I don't know what this team is right now. Yeah. I'm very confused. So because of that, I'm going FC Dallas. Look, we got a lot of the same guys back. Obviously, no Pepe. I'm not sure we're gonna we're not seeing Velasco. No, he's game. not even in Texas yet. He, he's yeah, he's going there today though. You know, you never yeah, know. Yeah, Maybe right. he makes a 20 minute appearance. Maybe yeah. But we got Paul Ariola. He, yep. I think he's a good uh, floor raiser. Is mm-hmm. what I would say. Agree. Like Dallas, they would have those games last year where they just like, and they've had games like they've been like this for years. Where they just like either they're really good or they're really bad. Obreon, I think he's either yeah Obreon. Like either he's like has like a banger, like he scores a banger, or he can't even touch the ball correctly. Right. So I think Paul, you know what you every game you know exactly what you're gonna get from Paul Ariola. So you got him. Look, Paxton is he's healthy. healthy. He's healthy. He's yep. healthy. He's yep. healthy. He could be a star in this league. We know. Who knows if he'll be healthy in week six? But this is week one. He's he's healthy this week. He'll probably tear his hamstring. You know, in the 60th minute, but you know, you never know. The one, the one thing I would say is, you know, I'm a little concerned about Quignon and Demid. Yeah. yeah. But look, you just tell them follow Pozuelo around, and they're not going to do anything. Sure. So, and they got, you know, shown I think on the left can do some stuff. And Ferreira, obviously, is coming in. He's wearing the number 10 now. I, I think this team has potential. Once they get Velasco, they're going to be really interesting. But but like I think just playing, it's more of a it's, even money, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good number. Dallas doesn't really lose at home. No. In these in these kind of game, in the early season games, I know we talk about them in the summer, but I feel like it's like also, I I don't have the numbers behind this, but it's, it's true. No, but it's they're true. really good at home at the beginning of the year, and then they kind of like they fade kind of in September yep. and October is what happens. Yep. So, I guess the Toronto team that I have no clue what this team is right now. <laughs> so that's what I'm going with. Yeah, not a bad pick. I like it. I, I honestly, I didn't realize that Toronto was going to be so underhanded um, or undermanned coming into the year. Obviously, if this game was in July or August, when when they have uh, Insigne, you're probably going to avoid it. I saw they might be signing 
Crescito from who's you know he's older. Yeah, look, I mean they have Carlos Salcedo. One Salcedo, week one. They, yeah. they have Carlos Salcedo. They also don't have any other center mids on their team besides <laughs> Pozuelo and Osorio. And Osorio. Yeah, know. yeah. So all right, so we'll we'll take that pick in Dallas. I am going to go to a team uh, formerly coached by a Dallas coach. I'm going to take Orlando City this weekend. Um, they are playing at home. Montreal huge result last night. Um, you know, props to Montreal for uh, for getting the big win, flying the MLS flag. Uh, beating uh, Santos big win yeah we'll take it we'll take it but they've got to go to Orlando now after this big emotional win they've got more CCL to prepare for this game is going to be a 12 p.m kickoff in well I guess 1 p.m if we're talking uh if we're talking eastern time but anyways early yeah we talk eastern time er, early afternoon in central Florida after going to Montreal obviously that was game was inside but this really feels like a spot where Orlando City uh, is going to get a win here. They're right at even money right now. I'm actually playing it, Orlando City, in under three and a half goals. I love the under in this game as well. I think it's going to have a really slow pace to it. Orlando City was not a team that just scored a bunch of goals last year at home. I think this is going to be one nil, two nil. So if you take Orlando City in under three and a half goals, it was coming in at plus 175, which I think is a really nice Add 75 cents to your bet there, but they're at even money. Um, Oscar Perea teams typically start strong. They were six, one, and three last year, Orlando, to start the season. Yeah, it kind of kind of uh, goes into what we're talking about before with Dallas. Exactly. <laughs> a, a similar thing with Dallas. And this, you know, um, I, I put out this uh earlier this week on the Bet MLS uh Twitter account. Basically, that how do you teams yeah, you put out a lot of numbers, do? by the way. Yeah, so look at that. <laughs> teams in CCL are two, four, and two on the road in week one. Um, since they've changed the format back to uh, you know, having kind of a round of 16 early, early in the thing. Um, so two, four, and two on the road, not a great record that you know they don't really play well when they have to play a home game and then go on the road. Maybe they rest some players. So I think this is a great spot for Orlando, prime to start the season strong. They want to put out um, a, a message early on. I see this one at, at even money at a pretty nice number for uh, for Orlando. So let's go next to the total of the week. And you have got one here involving. Now, I'm going to say right off, one of the things I hate about week one is you don't have a lot of data points to work with. I like to go with teams that have the same coach, uh, you know, similar numbers to last year. Your take, you're, you're involving a game that has a brand new team that we've never seen play before. What do you got? Yeah, well, I think you're going to go next and we both would have that. I, yes. I, I wrote that down. I'm glad. Then, I'm glad. And you text the craziest line of the week. It. I'm going to tease it right now. My pick <laughs> is the worst line of the week in MLS. I'm calling it out right now. It's the worst line, but let's hear yours. All right. So we're going to go to, we're going to go to DC. They're hosting Charlotte. It's going to be 35 degrees there Yep. This, on Saturday. Uh, our guy, David Goss will be there for MLS. So if you want to tune in to whatever they're doing, I don't know. I just know he's going to be there. Uh, so look, Charlotte, we know what their coach said a couple weeks ago. I believe, uh, I believe we're screwed, it was basically. Well, you didn't say we're screwed. Yeah. You said we're f. But yes. We cleaned it up a little yes. bit. Yes. And though Tom Bokert is reporting, literally at this moment, that they just traded for Daniel Reels from Nashville. Not that I really think it affects much. But look, this team, Charlotte, they're screwed. Coach said it. <laughs> I'm not saying it. The coach yeah. said it. They literally have nobody. They're going to start Jordi Reyna on one wing. I don't know who they're going to start on the other wing. I guess they're probably going to start uh, Tito Ortiz, who they signed to play number 10, but they're going to play him on the wing because they literally have do- nobody to put there. Uh, so, I, I mean, I don't think who's giving service to, to uh, Swiderski or Rios if he so happens to play in this game. I have no idea who's going to give service to them. DC, uh, I mean, 
they lost a lot of guys. This and they want to trade Kamara. <laughs> they want to trade Kamara, so he's not going to start. It's going to be Michael Estrada, who hasn't scored a league goal in, I don't know, a year, I think. Uh, you have, you know, Edison Flores, who I guess is coming off a good run of form for Peru, but then you have Adrian Perez as the other attacking mid. Moses Nyman, I think, has a lot of potential, but I mean, it, it, I think it's just a little bit. So what's the bet? I don't think we actually said the bet. Oh, well, I was because I was going through all the attackers. Sure, and sure, I, I sure. don't trust them. So it's both teams to score. Is I'm not going. Not, one of these teams is not going to score in this game. It's probably going to be a zero-zero game. Probably. Uh, but I'm going to go with plus 100. Both teams to score. Both teams not to score. Yep. Yep. And that's and that's typically uh, yeah. That's a that's a pretty normal number for. Uh, you know, that, that's a decent number for, for, for both teams not to score. So, yeah, take the under in that one. Now, the worst, I'm calling it right now, this is the worst line of the weekend. I've already um, put my plays down on this because I, I don't know how this line hasn't moved. I, you know, it, it's crazy to me. I'm taking San Jose versus Red Bulls over two and a half goals. Now, there's a lot of different iterations of this that you could play. San Jose team total over one and a half was like plus 155. Uh, which I think is crazy as well. I think that San Jose probably could score two or three. This game could be 3-0 one way. It could be 3-0 the other way, but there is going to be goals in this one. A couple of numbers here. So first off, the Red Bulls, and you don't want to put too much into preseason, obviously. The Red Bulls shipped six goals to LAFC last weekend. They got absolutely torched when they're playing their starters versus LAFC starters. San Jose under, and this is where I go back to, we have some data points with San Jose under Matias Almeida. They typically start strong in goal scoring fashion that they, they won 3-1 last year, 2-2. They score some goals over two and a half hit in the first, but they don't play defense over two. Well, and a half. do you see what they did in the, what they're doing in the preseason? They're playing some weird formations they're, and like they're, they're playing three, they're playing a three, six, one. Yeah. So a three, six, one, an actual three, six, one. So Jackson Ewell's <laughs> playing center back. And then you have Cal and Espinosa as the wing back. Amazing. So they don't really care that much about defense, I don't think. Well, okay, the over two and a half has hit in the first 10 games of 2019. It hit in the first two games of 2020 before COVID. It hit in the first four games of 2021. They didn't have a shutout in their first eight games last year. They don't start well defensively. The Red Bulls are a mess right now defensively. Um, and by the way, they didn't. The, the Quakes didn't end last year well defensively. They, they allowed 16 goals in their last eight games last season. So it's not like they're you know, bringing back a rock solid defense. This game to me should be over three and a half. I think the total is off by an entire goal. Um, so I'm going to take <laughs> over two and a half here and it's coming in even money. Like it's not even juiced. Um, so yeah. I, I, I don't get make this. any sense. I don't get this at all. Maybe there's something I'm missing here, but I, I think San Jose comes out trying to score goals. I think Cade Cal puts on a good performance. Um, I don't think they're going to play defense and, and I'm taking, uh, I'm taking the over two and a half here. Uh, now, Ben, you one of the things you did amazingly well last year, your underdog was absolutely flying. Um, by the way, I'm keeping a Google Doc this year to track all of our uh, bets. So I, that's what I was literally doing right all now. Right, so he's got it. So we're going to keep these bets. We're going to make them open to you guys to see and see how we do with all these. But uh, let's hear your first underdog of 2022. All right. So we're going to go to a team that is playing that was a team playing one of the worst teams from 2021. Uh, and and maybe the best story of 2021, which was RSL mm-hmm. making it all the way to the Western Conference Final, even though they didn't take a shot against Seattle in the first <laughs> yeah, round. Amazing. Amazing. I think that's what it was. Uh, I mean, look, I think Paul Nargamara, he has, didn't have a lot of success with Sporting Kansas City team. Not that that means a lot, but I think he has some talent, but it's not very high-end talent. 
We don't know what we're getting from Sebastian Ferrer yet, obviously. And I think it's a lot of the same pieces from last year, to be honest. And then we got RSL. Look, they obviously lose uh, Alba Ruchnak, but I think they bring in Cordova. Krylock is the best 11 player. Kind of the same team as last year as well. We know RSL is better than Houston last year. They're uh, going to be good defense. And we could see some improvement from some of the younger players as well. Uh, and, you know, we were being can go off. Who knows? I don't know. But look, it's plus 260. <laughs> I mean, come on. The worst hey, team in the like, MLS. Houston was the worst they team. They were the worst. Well, yeah. no, Cincinnati was the worst team. Well, in the West. I guess, well, sorry, the question sorry. is, do we count Cincinnati in the West? In the MLS? They, they, were, they finished last in the West last year. And look, I, I, I think this is a plus. This should be plus 220, plus 200, something like that. It's plus 260, so I'm going with it. Yeah, anytime you can get uh, one of the worst teams uh, in the league at, at plus 260, it's a nice number. I'm taking another one of the worst teams in the league from last year. Uh, actually to get, the, well, two, two of the worst teams in the league from last year. I'm taking Chicago Fire. So I actually locked this in uh, earlier this week at plus 310. It's moved down to plus 260 uh, on the book I use. Um, so it's definitely, uh, you know, it's definitely moved. I expect it to keep moving in that direction. I see Chicago as a team that is, they need to start strong this year. They brought, they've got a new coach. Casker, uh, uh, Shabilko, I think is a nice pickup for them. Uh, obviously they've got some other talent coming in, uh, as well that I, I don't think is going to be available from week one, but, uh, Sheridan Shakiri should play at least in some aspect. I would assume he starts. Um, I, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't. Uh, so, you know, yeah, so they've got a lot of talent there. A lot of guys that are going to want to impress the new coach and okay. Even at plus two sixty, uh, I liked it a lot more at plus three ten. but even at plus two sixty against an inter Miami team that I like the moves they've made in terms of, They've shed a lot of their dead weight. Um, they've gotten a lot, you know, with all the sanctions they have, they've gotten themselves into a better spot, but they're not better this year than they were last year. No chance at that. And uh, they, they, you know, uh, the Chicago defense has actually been really good in preseason. They haven't allowed a goal in four games. Um, so, by the way, so Inter had a weird, like, five-game winning streak in the middle of the year last year. I remember. Besides that, they were 2-8-2 and two at home. So, you know, you take that one hot stretch out. They lost their first game at home last year. I think getting Chicago, at, at, again, at plus 260 um, is a nice number. So that is going to be my uh, underdog of the week. And then let's wrap this up, the first episode of the year, with your goal score. This is a sneaky one. I like it. Yeah, I think a lot of people wouldn't think about this team as, as you know, hopping on a goal score here. But we're going to go back to the well uh, against we're just betting against FC Cincinnati until they <laughs> yeah. tell us until they show us that they that we shouldn't be doing that yeah. we're just going to continue to do it they also don't have a defensive midfielder right now just throwing it out there they want and they're starting so they're not going to starting how old is Jeff Cameron right at this point was it 36 37 we'll get whatever Jeff Cameron no we're just throwing away <laughs> Jeff Cameron uh so we're going to Austin FC they're home look they're going to want last year obviously wasn't exactly what they wanted uh, from just the expansion season. They did show flashes here and there, and, I, and they're coming into this season now with their striker, even though it looks like Aruti's going to start, but they have Aruti and Jute, so they have real starters, real strikers on this team. They're not starting John Gallagher, Gallagher up top anymore. Got Ethan Finley maybe starting. I think he's going to start on the right. There's are some real players, but centrally, we got Sebastian Driussi. He came in last year. I don't think people, a lot of people saw because Austin wasn't very good. But he came in, he knew he's a special player. He's he's really, really good. I don't know the exact numbers in front of me, but 
he came in, he, he provided, he took started a creating to adapt to the league. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people thought he was going to come in and start playing striker, but he actually, he played number 10. He played like right. a number 10 basically, which is, I think what he's going to continue to play. He's probably going to take PKs. So we're going with plus 210 yeah. uh, for Sebastian Girisi. Yeah, and, you know, uh, the, the, the line uh, Vegas expects, like um, right now their team total for that one is, is highly juiced at 1.5. So they're thinking Austin's going to score at least a couple of goals. And by the way, he's going to love having Maxi Rudy in front of him to do all of that hard work, you know, force the defenders. His work rate is going to force the defenders into turnovers that are probably going to filter their way straight to Girisi in this one. Um, so, yeah, love that pick. Uh, mine is going to be a goal score from Atlanta. I, lo- I love Atlanta this weekend. I think they're a really nice number. Um, I might even play their money line. I, I believe it's a little juiced. It's at minus 135 right now um, from what I'm seeing. But uh, I like Atlanta against uh, Sporting Kansas City this weekend. I'm not going to take Joseph Martinez. He's minus 125. Ne- almost never going to bet a goal score in MLS at, at over uh, at, at no. juice at all. But Larissa Rajo, on the other hand, is plus 195. Um, that is a really nice number for him. People forget, okay, he was he, – he, he, it took him some time to get comfortable in the league. He scored in three of his last six games last year. And if you look at, okay, the, this player they've got from Argentina coming in, he's not quite there yet. Barco's gone. There's not a lot of scoring options for Atlanta at the moment. And you feel like if they score a couple times, they're, you know, uh, Sporting is going to be trying to shut down Joseph Martinez. That should open up a lot of uh, a lot of spots for Luis Araujo, who has no problem finding the back of the net. Did it in a much better league than MLS. So um, I like him at plus one ninety five this weekend at the Benz. So that is going to wrap up episode one. Fourteen games this weekend, Ben. I can't wait to have it back. Fourteen games. What is going on? Fourteen I remember games. Ten games. 14 that was a games. lot. 14 starting at, is a lot. Starting at noon on Saturday, it's noon central. We got a noon central kickoff on Sunday. Um, so yeah, it's about one o'clock Eastern. One o'clock Eastern on Sunday, man. You could there's basically ten straight hours. I know. I might be going uh, doing some skiing Sunday afternoon, so I well, might have missed a few games. Set up your but, notifications. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, thanks everyone for uh, listening to uh, Bet MLS this week, and we will catch you next week.